Hello, hello, and welcome to the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. My name is Michelle Brown, and I'm an enrolled agent and church finance consultant, and I love all things Jesus, church finances, business, and books. In this podcast, we're going to discuss the ins and outs of church finances and minister taxes, along with how to serve the local church as either a staff member, volunteer, or through your own bookkeeping business, all while keeping Jesus at the center of everything you do. So grab your notebook and pen to take some notes because we're going to learn all kinds of stuff about church bookkeeping, payroll, compensation laws, tax compliance, and I'll probably throw in an occasional episode on faith and mindset work too. So if this sounds like fun to you, then come on, let's get ready to learn. Hey everybody, this is Michelle with the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast and this is episode number 25. This is going to be um, one of my faith and mindset podcasts that is going to apply to everybody, regardless if you are a bookkeeper or a mechanic or a retail sales clerk. It doesn't matter. This one applies to you because I'm going to be talking about one of my absolute favorite books to read and a book that I think everybody in this entire world needs to read, and that is Fear is Not the Boss of You by Jennifer Allwood. This book is phenomenal, people. I just can't tell you. And you cannot say, well, I'm not afraid of anything because that's bull hockey. Everybody has some type of fear, no matter how big or how small it is. Everybody is afraid of something. And we're going to talk about one of my fears that I conquered just this past weekend and some of the things in this book that I think makes it so awesome. Okay. All right. We are going to jump right in. And of course, as you know, I always do a quote. And my fate, one of, there's lots of good quotes in this book by Jennifer, but the very first quote that you come to, um, which is in chapter two, the quote is, and this is an anonymous one. It says, right or wrong, make a decision. The world is paved with flat squirrels who couldn't make up their mind. (laughs) And that is so true. So that's going to start off this book. And one of the things that she talks about throughout this book is how to get out of your head and live the life that you were made for. The way I explain this book to people is, is like, this is your best girlfriend. You're sitting on the couch having a conversation. You've laid it all out there. You've whined, you've complained, you've given your case of why you can or cannot do something. And she looks at you and says, girl, get off your butt and do what you know God is telling you to do. And it's just like that. And I just absolutely love that. So some of the points that she goes through is that she talks about confidence and how many people teach on confidence. They say, all you need to be is more confident. You just need to build up your confidence. Well, Miss Jennifer says, you don't need confidence. You just need the guts and the courage to say yes to something even with that nervous feeling in the pit of your belly. She says, you do not need confidence. You need courage. Okay, so what's the difference? Courage means that you do what's necessary to make things happen regardless of your feelings or confidence in a matter. Confidence says, I know what I'm capable of. Courage says, I know who makes me capable. And confidence operates from a place of personal power and courage operates from a place of personal conviction. I think that is so totally cool. 
And actually, she did a podcast um, on confidence and courage a couple months, a few months ago, actually now. And it gave me the, um, it gave me a title that I wanted to use for a podcast, but I couldn't make it work. Um, but the, the term that I came up with was, we need courageous obedience. Whether or not we understand what God is telling us to do, and regardless of how fearful we are about what God is telling us to do, we need to have the courage to do it, and then we need to obey. And that's all it takes is courageous obedience. We don't need confidence to do what we feel that we need to do. We need to just have the courage, do what we feel in our gut is what God is telling us to do, and then obey Him. So I think that's really great. And I've read this book, this book released in 2020, right before the pandemic. And I read it twice over that three month period. Um, I read it and I got an advanced readers copy of it through the store. And I read it in March and then I read it again in May. And then I was just scanning it again because I had, we, I got the privilege and the honor of going to Indianapolis this past weekend to see my youngest son's new house. He bought a new house back in March. And it's his first opportunity that I've got to go see it. Well, in order to get to Indianapolis, or I guess anywhere in Indiana, you have to go across the bridge. I am not a bridge person. I hate bridges. I cannot even look at a bridge on television without giving, getting dizzy. So when I'm going across the bridge to Indianapolis, I close my eyes. And I tell my husband, let me know when we're over so I can open my eyes back up. And he knows by now, after almost 35 years of marriage, that that just is what it is. I'm reading this book again because I read to distract myself because I'm not a traveling. I travel. Usually it's when I have to, but this time I got to. And that was weird for me. That is one of my fears and struggles that I am, I am working on and have been working on for a very long time. But one of the ways that I have found to help me is to refocus my attention by reading. So I thought, what better book to take than Jen's Fear is Not the Boss of You. So I'm reading it. I decide that on the way back, we get to the toll bridge to go across the bridge in Louisville. And I'm like, I am going to keep my eyes open. I was like, I am going to do this. I'm going to pull up and put on my big girl panties and I'm going to cross this bridge like a big girl. <laughs> so we get to the bridge and my husband, he just kind of glances over me. He's like, you keeping your eyeballs open? I was like, don't talk to me. <laughs> I was like, don't make me look away. I was like, I'm not looking away. I'm keeping my eyeballs straight. He's like, okay. He's like, you can't see over the side because we're not over the edge. I was like, don't talk to me. It's like, just get me across the bridge. <laughs> so Yes, obviously, I made it across the bridge. I kept my eyeballs open the whole time. And when I got done, I was like, oh my goodness, I just went across that bridge and kept my eyeballs open. And for him, he celebrated with me because he knows what a big deal that is. Now, who knows if I will do that again next time we have to go to Indiana. <laughs> but Jennifer reminds me in her book, she says, you are a grown woman capable of healing, capable of being whole, capable of doing hard things capable of moving forward. God does not mark your life by one event or tragedy or a series of them for that matter, and you should not either. That was just, I just want to encourage you that no matter what your fears are that you're facing, that you can overcome them. You are capable of healing and becoming whole and doing hard things. 
I know that people have to do a lot harder things than going across the bridge for me, but people, I'm telling you, going across that bridge is a hard thing for me. There are many, many years that I just wouldn't. So for me to go across the bridge and especially to keep my eyes open, that was a big deal. So another thing that she says is your feelings about whatever you're trying to do in your life or whatever God is asking you to do really don't matter. Did you hear that? Your feelings don't matter. <laughs> she says, since when did your feelings become a good reason not to do or try something? Your feelings, my friend, do not release you from your calling. Even if you feel scared, you still have things to do on this side of heaven. You still need to get out of your head and do what God is asking you to do now. That's amazing. And that's where you just imagine her sitting on that couch beside you saying, you know what, get up off your butt and go do what you need to do, regardless of how you feel. And we do acknowledge that our feelings are real and those feelings are tough and it's hard to move past those, especially when you've got all of those feelings of fear and anxiety and yuck going on. We can do those. She said, yes, your feelings are real, but they are not in control and they should not keep you stuck. God needs you to get healed and get on with it because there are things that need to be done in your life on this side of heaven that have nothing to do with you. Did you hear that? I love that. God needs you to get healed and get on with it, whatever that is, because there are things that need to be done in your life on this side of heaven that have nothing to do with you. And that's why I end every episode with let's strive to make an impact and not just an income because we don't know how what we do, the work that we do, the people that we come across, the interactions that we have with people, how they're going to affect someone else's life or day. Um, we just, we don't. And we need to know that our fear does not release you from your calling. One of the most powerful statements that she has in this book is if there is something you are supposed to be doing, fear is not a good excuse to avoid it. Fear will not hold up in the court of Christ. When God asks us to do something or we feel like we should be doing something, fear is such a flimsy argument. And when I read that, I had to read it like three or four times, not just two or three, but three or four, because it says fear will not hold up in the court of Christ. And if you think how much how fear attacked Christ when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. How fear attacked him when he knew the immense torture and pain of separation and physical abuse that he was going to have to go through. Yet he did, it was not an excuse. He said, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. And we're not going to have to go against something that dramatic. And if I always, you know, I try to tell myself, if Christ can make it through that, I can make it through that. And then I think, yeah, well, Christ was God. So of course he made it through it. But you know what, people? If you are a born again believer in Jesus Christ, you have the same exact Holy Spirit in you that Christ had with him. So if he can do it, we can do it. And hopefully that is an encouragement to you. Okay. And also remember that if the very worst thing happens, you will survive. You have survived every awful thing in your life up to now, which makes the stats of you surviving the next bad thing pretty doggone high, <laughs> okay? And then she also mentions that I want to be a yes girl for God. And I love that. 
So I want a reputation in heaven for being someone he can count on. Being God's yes girl, though, means saying yes regardless of my feelings, regardless of my fear, regardless of my knowledge or my confidence or my thoughts on his ask or whatever, and regardless of my current calendar space. So I want to ask you, do you want to be God's yes girl? or yes guy. And what that means is just what she said here, is that regardless of your feelings, regardless of your fear, regardless of your confidence, you're gonna say yes to whatever he's calling you to do. Whatever that may be, whether it's business related, relationship related, related, service related, working on some internal fears that you have, working on struggles that nobody else in this world knows about but you and God, say yes to him. The bigger your battle, the bigger the victory. The bigger the test, the bigger the testimony. The tougher the lesson, the bigger the blessing. It's going to be hard, people. It's supposed to be. Think about it. If if entrepreneurship, if living the successful Christian life, if living the life that God has called you to do, if it weren't hard, everybody would be doing it. And they're not, okay? The devil doesn't oppose those things that don't matter. So what you are doing, whatever that thing is, it matters. It matters. And there's more that I could go on, but I totally recommend that you pick up a copy of Fear Is Not The Boss Of You by Jennifer Allwood. It's available now in paperback and hardcover. I actually have two copies. (laughs) I got my advanced reader's copy in paperback. And then when the hardcover come out, I thought, hmm, I wonder if there's something in there that wasn't in the advanced reader's copy. So then I bought a copy of the hard copy too, because it's so good. I didn't want to miss anything. The point is, is that fear is not the boss of you unless you allow it to be. And please don't allow it to be. Okay. There are so many things that we need to do in life that God is calling us to do that only we can do. There are people that only you can reach. There are people that only you can help make an eternal difference in their lives. There are people that will only respond to your story, to your word of encouragement, to the hope that you show by overcoming whatever it is that you're overcoming. Okay. People need you to get well. People need you to be whole. People need you to do it anyways. Do it afraid. Get that courageous obedience and do what God is telling you to do, regardless of the fear, regardless of the doubts, regardless of how hard it is. I promise you, if God is calling you to it, it is so worth it. It is so, so worth it. Thank you. I hope that this has been um, helpful. I totally, what do you call it, winged this one. (laughs) I usually try to write out an outline um, so that I feel more structured, but Some things you just can't write down. It just has to flow. So I hope that this wasn't too confusing for you and I hope that it was helpful to you. But just as I kept my eyes open coming across that bridge, coming home, I hope that you will do whatever it takes to take that next step. I'm not completely whole, but praise God, I'm not where I used to be. I'm on my way and that's okay. I'm making forward progress, and that's what you need to do as well. So whether it's your business, your personal life, your relationships, your finances, wherever it is that you're struggling, don't let fear keep you stuck. Keep moving forward. Keep relying upon the Holy Spirit to guide you. 
and keep seeking that encouragement and hope that you can get from others. Thanks, everybody. I do hope you have a blessed day, and I will talk to you again soon. And always, sorry, I almost forgot. Um, Let's strive to make an impact and not just an income. And remember to always look your best, do your best, and be your best. Talk to you Thanks soon. again Bye-bye. for listening to today's episode. If you learned something new or inspired in any way, please do me a huge Omongo favor and leave me a fantastic five-star review on Apple Podcast. It really does help more people to find the show, and it just blesses me more than you know. And then if you could share this episode with someone who you think it would help, that would be awesome as well. So until next time, be blessed, my friend.